Thanks for joining us on the huddle. Paul is uh, actually at FCICA right now with Jose, but he is on stage because uh, converting time zones is extremely difficult sometimes, I think. Yeah, yeah, that was a, that was an oopsie. Uh, we were we were today years old when we realized about the overlap. So, so I think yeah, what, I how to hook this up and like, I mean, it didn't take like 20 minutes, but once I got it, <laughs> It's working. We, we can hear you, so that that's what counts right now. Good. Bear with me while I pack up my bag, so that way I can walk around. <laughs> look like a little kid. What's that? Say so you look like a little kid. Some shorts on. Yeah, they're riding high right now. So we're gonna be talking about some training entities. I think you're there with uh, a few of the people that we're gonna be talking to, right? So we got. Hopefully, we'll have on. Um, Dave Garden, Sonny Callahan. I don't know who else is there that we could possibly talk to, but there's, you know, numerous other training entities out there that um, offer training. And I actually, I'm going to pull up Go Carrera's site so we can kind of see what the calendar looks like right now, just to get an idea of what's going on lately. So if you go to gocarrera.com, there's an actual, there's a tab that says education and training. And uh, they have a, a calendar of events. So there's a you know some CFI, some um, NWFA. So CFI is Certified Flooring Installers. NWFA is the National Wood Flooring Association. Um, CTEF, the Certified Ceramic Tile Education Foundation. Hey, we live, we live, but. NAMCT, uh, National Association of Floor Covering Technicians. And there's actually some, but there's like a Bona class on here for a sand and finish school that has all the pricing and stuff on here. Then you just click view details and it'll give you a, a rundown of the dates and, and stuff like that. So Go Carrera is trying to, streamline everything so that way we can uh have everyone get trained and have access you know right there you don't have to go to numerous different sites every everything is right there at your your disposal and at one page oh you know what i just realized i can i have a um a headset i can hook up to this uh that I got from my airlines. <laughs> oh, from, from Delta? Yeah, so that way I can hear you guys talk while I'm walking around because there is a lot of background noise. So I was listening, but I had to try to get somewhere quiet. So uh, sorry if I'm making everyone dizzy, but they're getting ready to start another presentation. And it is going to be the presentation that uh, that Paul's in. Um, and then we also got a couple other people in there that, that we know. Bob Wind is going to be one of the panelists from uh, Welsh Tile uh, out in Kent City, uh, Michigan. Uh, ben Leica from Lansing uh, Tile Tile and Mosaic um, is going to be out there, um, and this is kind of uh, Mr. Mr. Stika right there. Don Stika. Yeah, and there's Paul getting ready to go up there on stage. We we've been a little bit behind all day. Um, kind of the the first opening, uh, the keynote speaker and first opening presentations uh, went a couple minutes beyond their time frame. Um, which causes us to be behind. We haven't really had any breaks yet today either. So I think they gave us a five minute and then uh, we had a, a shotgun lunch. 
And I used my shotgun lunch to get this thing hooked up. <clears throat> so so uh, um, have you have you talked to anyone else there? So you did say that Bob Wynn was there and you said that he's with Welsh Tile, which is uh we actually work pretty closely with them and, and do a lot of their soft goods. But um, Dan Welsh is actually, he was the president of the NTCA, I believe at, at one point or he, I don't know if he was the president, but he said that he was the first actual yeah, certified you don't remember API number one, I believe. Yeah. El Presidente. Remember that smart guy, man, um, helped, helped establish a good program. And, and, and that's what kind of separates the, the hard surface uh, industry from the soft surface industry is they um, they re were able to create and implement their own training programs and kind of make it universal across the board. Um, and a lot of people adopted it. And I know that there's more than one, but getting a standard and getting getting everything in order is part of the battle. This is what they do when they tell people to sit down. They go, the song is called Hurry Up and Find Your Damn Sweet. Oh, for real? <laughs> we can't hear it. Yeah, that, that microphone is, is pretty good. Okay. Well, I'm just trying to block out some of the background noise and also trying to make it so that way everyone can hear me. So, um, and I am just kind of walking around still kind of showing everybody what's going on here. Uh, there's uh, Miss, Miss CJ Church right there. You're ready to close the doors, but I'll come and pop in. Oh, you were just on camera. Oh, I was? Mm -hmm. Hi. So we're live right now, by the way. You should live stream some of this volatile yeah, session. We are. I am. Been All right, that. good. I'm waiting for them to get started. You All guys right. are running late. I know. We tried to hurt everything. But I think the, the biggest thing about the, like the CTI test and um the the actual tile side of everything is that um I know like over here, um Dan Welsh used to be part of the union, so he kind of brought a lot of the way they structured the union over here. So that way, like ever, I know a lot of people, you know, there's not a lot of fans of the union, but the one thing that they do have that is amazing is their training. And it's, you know, we, we talked about this on a previous podcast where, you know, we talk to them and they say that, you know, they make yeah. their guys go to, to trainings and it's not something that you have a choice to do. It's, you know, like I said, one of the unions we talked to, um, one Friday a month or something like that was dedicated towards training. But then the other one was like, we strictly do it on weekends. <clears throat> I think one of them said, one of them, I, I think maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was one of them said that they take an entire week off, make them yeah, unemployment. And yeah. that entire week is nothing but training. But, um, if you look at it, they, the union technically doesn't get paid for that training then, right? That's all. That's why they do it on a Saturday or that's why they have them collect unemployment because that, that's how serious they are. If you're going to be here, you're going to do training and you're going to do it on basically your time. And it's just something. That's what they did, but it's, it's a requirement, right? Um, you know, it, and don't get me wrong. I'm, I'll never knock you in, right? Like perception's been changed years ago. But it's part of the agreement is for them to continue their education. But the union has structured uh, their education programs in a manner in which it accommodates their work schedule, right? Like 
a lot of the problem with uh, uh, trade contractors or, or proprietors or, or a two-man crew, one-man crew is they can't ever really try to justify taking that time off of work to go get the training. Um, and we were like that at some point as well. Is, is we could not justify it, right? Like we're taking time off before time to work. And when we didn't have work on the table, we were working to find our work. Um, what everyone doesn't know who hasn't gone through any trainings or put themselves in that position is the networking abilities that you have to be part of organizations and part of training programs. Um, so that way you can try to, uh, I don't want to say avoid the slow times and avoid those dead times, but you create social capital, which helps you fill those times, right? The, the, the context that you make and then uh, the connections that you make through these programs um, actually help put more work on your table. And it's more of the work that you want, less of the work that you don't want. Um, that's, that is one of the benefits of, of, of getting uh, training and certifications uh, uh, th through your flooring network. And so we, we touched on the NTCA. I actually have, I've never yeah. even seen what the NWFA is doing. But I mean, I, I hear great things. And then you also have Bona doing the sand and finish school. I mean, that that's something that takes, takes some knowledge about, about the products that you're working with, because what what's going to be, what species are you staying in? What are you installing? It's like when you when you get down to the science of things, it's all something that's super important because wood can fail super fast. I mean, any of the floors that you install can fail super fast, but you think of it, I mean, wood's just like a sponge, right? It's going to absorb any moisture and they get you uh, off on the right path with uh, their their trainings. Hey, so so they did start the little uh, education program in here and it's a one hour long thing. Um, and, and I know I'm gonna go visit uh, Mr. Sonny. Did you want me to pop in there and turn on the microphone and see if we can pick up some background noise and kind of listen into uh, some of this education portion? Um, yeah, let, let, we can see if we can listen to something, I mean, like it's about training and, and training entities, right? And FCICA is just a kind of bringing everyone together, right? In in the commercial uh, flooring space, hey, that's Mike. what it's there for. Oh, I just missed, missed an opportunity there with with, uh, with Mike out of Indiana. Um, he's going to be one of the panelists with me tomorrow uh, up on stage. And uh, he's got, he started his own training program, kind of walked away from installing and helping a, a couple of his uh his friends seen a need for um, just training, right? Like just to get people training. He, he understands that in order for a company to be success, successful, big or small, is they got to focus on training and educating um, current and potential installers before they hit the field. So that way they're not hitting the field with zero knowledge. They're hitting the field with a basis, a basic knowledge. Um, right, it, which is... Kind of what the FCEF is doing. It's um yes, you know that a lot of people are like, well, how are they gonna go and start installing their own jobs after this five week or ten week class? And it's not about that. It's about getting them. Uh, I I think one of the biggest things is you know just safety with the tools. When you have someone that's one hundred percent green, you don't know um everything that you have to do in order to stay safe on a job site. So. 
I mean, just just that aspect of things. If you are listening on Facebook right now, uh, make sure that you put your email address, um, comment your email address, because we are going to be doing a drawing for this Apple Watch that I have here. Boom, Apple Watch. Brand new. So what I'm going to do, you guys, is uh, here in a second, I'm just going to go and invade this room that's in progress right now. Um, And just so you guys know, I did sign up to be in this education program. Uh, but Paul and I kind of neglected the fact of time frame. So it's uh, quarter after one over here in Arizona, and we we usually do the podcast at four o'clock back home. He does it at three. And this morning uh, over coffee, we just realized that, uh, that we were not very smart uh, about our time uh, zone changes today. So um, we kind of did a little bit of scramble mode, but it's all right. So I'm going to turn on the other microphone and walk in. I'm going to turn... Um, there's a mute yeah. button on the side and then if, if you turn the other one on it's a, it actually has like a 600 foot range so you don't have to be right up close to the stage but you can go set it up close to them or something um i don't know if i'm gonna go do that with everybody <laughs> hey guys i'll just go set it there but um no i can get close enough and i can put the microphone on face it that way i'll turn off the static noise so so that way it gets everything in the room is that Sound fair? Yeah. Okay. So give, um give people a taste of what actually goes on at these uh conventions and stuff. I'm yeah, 100%, probably 100%. plenty of people that have never been to one. So if we can give so, them a, a little taste of what's going on, especially in an education session, because that's what this is about, is you know, training and education. So for me, I'm not gonna be rude walking in there talking on the phone because they are presenting and I, I'll, they, I will I will fill the air for for a little bit while you're doing that. Okay, I'm going to turn the volume down so I don't hear you guys. So you go ahead and comment, Daniel. Um, and if you can't hear them, just let me know, and I'll try to turn the microphone static off so you guys can pick up the uh, the rest of the noise around me. So I'm going to turn the camera around as I walk in, and I'm going to turn my volume down. Uh, All right. And then everybody can listen in. So we got some more people joining uh, on social medias, too. So if you are um, just coming in... <laughs> This Apple Watch that we're giving away, just uh, put your email address in here, and we're gonna do a little bit, a little, a drawing to see uh, who's gonna win this. So we we've got some emails and stuff coming in, Facebook. We've got people over here on on Zoom that are giving their emails. So yeah, we got a good amount of people already. Jose's at the FCICA convention right now, walking into this educational event. We're just going to kind of listen in to see what they're talking about. Paul's on stage right now. So get a taste of what goes on at these conventions and how uh, how much work actually goes into them. There's plenty of presentation. Just about anything. Okay. I mean, glass itself it will stick to you. So that's probably your best method to give yourself a good... Uh, substrate to stick your top to. Give you a good camera there. up there. Right. Okay. Many of those primers, like the, the aggregate primer, is there made to stick to all kinds of non porous as well as porous substrates. And it gives you also a mechanical bar. Okay. So, waterproofing. Uh-huh. This is something, again, that we found a lot of times gets skipped because it may not be in your specification. Uh, Oh, you, sorry. Go ahead. Well, based on what you guys are saying, um, 
large formats out, like for people or uh, scopes that they want to go over old time, is like not a good thing, right? Like never to do it anyway at all, but especially with large format time because it's not close enough to be able to pick it. Well, you can do your aggregate primary again. We, we have seen going over glazed block where it's an old school that has glazed block in bathrooms and to go over that. We, and I would practice the block correctly, like make sure it's physically even to practice the uh, sand it and then you apply your primer. At least this is how we've approached it. Some of this stuff you're going to run across isn't always addressed in the TCNA handbook, but a lot of it is. But the aggregate primer is being a little bit new. Um, kind of one of the just understand that it, just like Daniel said, they stick to just about anything. We've tested it on multiple different substrates and it literally pick the glass and it's got to be solid on there and break the glass trying to take it off. So if you have like glazed block or an old mud set four by four or subway tile that you're going to go over, if it's a sound substrate, you can prime it with an aggregate primer and go over it. So the bond that okay, thank you. The key there is sound substrate. Is there only as good as what you're going over? Yeah, and a lot of that is, uh, you know, subway tile or old four and a quarter tile, four by four tile will be mud set and uh, it's 40 years old. Test, make sure that it's actually stuck. Any other? Okay, oh, so now this is 101 wall tile, right? Yes. So stupid questions are okay? Yes, sir. <laughs> what is an aggregate primer? Uh, so it's a, I'll let Daniel tell you more about probably the chemistry of it. But there's uh, pretty much all the manufacturers have one now, but it's a it's a really uh, for a stupid answer, but very sticky primer. It sticks to just about anything. The key is making sure that what your substrate is, if it's sound, is that it's clean. We'll uh, often wipe it down with isopropyl alcohol before we apply that primer, um, but. Daniel could probably give you a more sophisticated answer there on exactly what they. Well, it, it's a blend of material that is able to create actually a chemical bond where it's going to be able to bond to those substrates that aren't absorbent. They're not taking on any moisture and it's not able to penetrate that. But also, they have an actual sand that is suspended in the material. And what that does is, while the primer can bond to that non porous, it gives you a next layer. Something to mechanically attached to it. You've got that texture there. So it's going to have resistance, not just on a single plane, but the plane of the aggregate. Is it rolled on? Is that how it's applied? Or how do yeah. you? <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, so waterproofing. Uh, a lot of times it's optional if you're in a facility that, that uh, you know, when we're in a room that doesn't take on direct water. But you also want to think of your adjacent spaces. And if you're on a elevated substrate, that's another thing you want to think about. So it's best practice to at least waterproof uh, the floor and wall transition. And the floor, you don't necessarily have to waterproof the entire wall. Um, you guys, what's your opinion on when to use and when not to use? 
waterproofing. Say it's not the specification. So some of this stuff is the architects don't, you know, guide these in the right direction. You have to use our our experience on, you know, the right way to do things. Right. I guess you're wrong. <laughs> for us, um, we use waterproofing in the wet areas, uh, but directly right outside of that, we still waterproof everything because nothing. Drains are usually in the high point of the floor. No. Nothing's ever low. <laughs> so I think we, uh, so that's that's kind of what, what we do. We, we over what we guess. Okay. Go outside. Yeah. Yeah, I 100% agree with Bob. Um, we kind of do that the same way. We're in them immediate wet areas, you know, we're foreseeing. But you know, we get outside of those those areas. Waterproofing is also track isolation, you know. So when we're flashing that up the wall to heights the base, you know, that's preventing that 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 grout crack, you know, that you always see. You know, so you know, we look at it as waterproofing, but it's also a you know crack isolation to help prevent that building. And kind of prevents from the resulting damage. You know, even if it's not a wet area, if a toilet overflows in a toilet room, you're preventing that water from getting into your adjacent spaces. So the resulting damage from a problem that you may be brought into, if a toilet overflows and all of a sudden goes into an adjacent space, uh, it's best to at least get that that junction between the floor and wall tile to be waterproofing like. Just mentioned, also help with cracking. So, about proper joint treatment on gypsum and concrete board. I'll bring up a problem real quick. So, in our area, a lot of times the architects put that in gypsum side, and they either do, you literally have to put the cement work and then use. Uh, you know, drywall mud to patch the joints. So that's not the recommended way. It's not going to do anything to your wall tile. It's not crack at that spot. Um, we we've seen cracks all the way up and down uh, a wall at a at a wall board joint because they weren't properly treated. So the proper treatment on concrete board is fiberglass mesh tape with inset. But on gypsum board, how do you guys handle that? When they muddied this and they got 18 inches of drywall that neither your thin set nor your master card. Yeah, if you don't prime it, your thin set can, can soften that joint compound because it's where during the installation you think you're okay because part of the tile is bonded to wall board and part of it's on the mud. But down the road, you run into a real problem. So you definitely want to use a primer for that. But one, one other point I want to throw in there too. There we go. You said primer. Primer. Rollin said that you need to clip your nose hair. So most all of your your manufacturers, like for your thin set, dog, are going to have primers in their lines, and it's going to be better to stay with something like that than just a paint primer. Because the paint primer, there's so many varieties out there. They can get you in trouble. The the thing too I wanted to add on is 
whenever that scope of work for installing the concrete board goes to the drywall installers, one of the big challenges there is they just butt everything tight together. And the standards call for proper spacing. And if you're in corners, supposed to have a corner. So you just have to be careful of that because that cement board is going to expand and contract at a rate that's different than your top. And if they put them all together, that can cause cracking down the line. I've, I've been on many projects where you walk in and you go, there's a seam, there's another three feet or four feet, depending on the board, there's another seam because they did that. They just butted all the panels together. All right, so he's going to walk out and then I know that they can you hear us. We talked about this a little bit uh, in our pre-discussion of this, but uh, level of plumbing service required. Okay, can you hear right. us now? Can you guys hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. So what okay. what what was the actual um discussion that's happening in there? The discussion going on is about wall tile and crap. Um and there's a lot of failures and, and what to look for, um kind of the behind, behind the scenes um uh, issues, um waterproofing uh, on the floor for hard surface. Um best practices so so that that right there is essentially it's a best practices uh um uh educational portion right so uh you get the panelists up there and what they do is they feed off of each other they talk about their best practices what they do um and then they share other information right because everyone needs a, a chance for success and, and that's what that that's about so um so what they were talking about was uh going over gypsum and the thin set uh, basically softening up on the joints, like you don't pay attention to it because you, it's out of sight, out of mind, but you're bonding really good to the gypsum, but you <clears> might not have great bonding to the- On, uh, on the mud, mud. On, the, on the drywall yeah. mud itself. Yeah, so so what they're trying to do is just say like, hey, prime, prime the walls, do, do some kind of uh, uh, prep work on there so that way you're ensuring a bond. Right. Um, I don't think I've ever been on a. Now I gotta like walk they... around and find out where the. Uh... Yeah. Oh, you losing me? Uh, you're. We can hear you. You're just frozen. I can't hear. You. I think. Uh, I think I'm in between. Uh... You're in between the Wi-Fi points. Yep. Yep. In between Wi-Fi points, exactly. So now no. I'm gonna walk, walk into where. Uh... Uh, the vendors in here, they got, they're all set up. I'm going to turn the camera around. I can hear you now, so go ahead and all right. ask any questions. So I don't, I don't think I've ever been on an actual job site where I didn't see the drywall at least prime, but it sounds like it happens more often than we actually think. Yeah. But those are the the good discussions that, that happen at, you know, these events. So that way, I mean, could have been someone's first time there, and then they hear that, and they're like, man, I've been installing on a... Uh, on prime stuff this entire time had no idea hey look there's somebody hey. there goes tall daniel go check it check out that shirt that he has on yeah there goes mr mckeon look at the heck we're live right now Here go. john john mckeon the boss of cfi 
We can hear you if you want to say anything. I heard him. Let me turn this around. Hey, how are you? Good, John. How you doing? Doing great. Getting ready for a few more minutes, and our boots will start. So the, the podcast today is about education. Um, so, Daniel, do you have any questions for him while he's here before they get started? Because right yeah, now there's so uh, first of all, Rollins says hi. Rollins says hi. Rollins says hi. He, he's watching on Facebook right now, so you you can tell him hi. And uh, just so, what what do you guys have planned in the next couple of uh, couple of months as far as classes and and stuff like that? You guys got a lot coming up. I know that you guys have your event calendar on on your guys' website. Why don't you Absolutely. just plug, plug what you guys got going on, give the website. That's way people can find you. So obviously, you know, we got a lot of training going on right now. I mean, Jonathan's got a class right now with um, 11, I think it is, that are uh, doing a one week. Uh, they're all first time into hardwood, laminate, and LVPs. So that's uh, going on right now. We just finished up uh, the week before, two weeks before we had a five week training in Wichita, and um, got, you know, like you said, quite a few more coming up. Training's going good. All right, and the website is cfiinstallers.org. And correct. there's a, there's a tab event. that says events, correct? Correct. All right, you take care. Thanks. Nice talking to you. All right, nice talking to you. Hey, Thanks. by the way, we're just kind of bombarding people. Like, here, here's a microphone. Hey, that's what it's all about. I think on um, one of the classes that LVP one that just finished was actually Rollin ran that one, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and, and so so this is like some of the connections that you make here. This the FCICA is about making connections for for the majority of it is going to be commercial based, right? But these are some of the affiliates uh, who sponsors and and oh, if you if you. Up. Yeah, you can pan around back over there to actually uh the Sun Belt. Yeah. Because meeting them um when we were at CFI convention last year, they actually um stopped into our office not too long ago just to introduce themselves as the the local guys to go to and just made sure that we didn't that we had everything we needed basically. So just from yeah. you know attending these events, they, they make sure that you're taken care of. And, and some of, sometimes it's about becoming a familiar face, um, just just to increase that social network. You know who that is right there. That's your boy. Oh, is that Efren? That is Efren, yes, sir. And then I, here's I can't uh, see him. I can just tell by the way he walks. <laughs> Here, here's uh, where Goku is, and uh, uh, catching catching a little bit of traction there. Um, I talked to Paul today for a little bit, and he said. Uh, getting uh, more people to sign up every day um which is good um yeah it's, it's the one getting out and maybe it's the understanding of, of the purpose of it is what's getting out more than the word right right because, because uh, they're not trying to sell anything it's free for the installers they're just trying to build that yeah. network if you look at <laughs> social networks and stuff like that, you know, the power that social networking has right now, that's essentially what Go Career can be for the installer. And, you know, that's what we need to start realizing that we're not all competition. We're all in it together. So we need to start helping each other out. And if I'm that's gonna, the platform to do it. I'm going to interrupt these guys right here. They don't know it yet, but I'm going to interrupt them. I'm going to have that. 
So we're live. We're live right now, bro, on the huddle. And I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a microphone. I'm gonna let Daniel ask you some questions. It's about education, bro. All right. <laughs> um, How you doing, Daniel? Good, Efren. How's it going? It's going good. It's going good. Hanging out so right here with my buddy Manny. What's Where's up, Manny? Manny? Who are you with? I'm with Lobo Bottle. Okay. And then I guess uh, the, the podcast today is, is the importance of education. What, what do you feel is important for installers, uh, new or old, um, for them to know about education and, and what it can provide? Number one is being open-minded so they can absorb the, the new information because everything's being changing from our adhesives, like what me and, yeah. me and Manny are discussing, just the, the proper way to apply it. Bottom line, being open-minded to be able to absorb the new information we're providing. Okay, well, well, essentially, it, it can save a business, it can save a family, Definitely. it can save someone's house, a car. Yes. You know, it, it can just a little bit of time on educating yourself on the products and the changes. And even if you've been doing it for twenty years, we will now use time. Yeah, we can help show you different tricks, techniques that sometimes nobody's thought of, and we're just like, okay, that's all we needed. And if you've been in it for a long time, maybe you could come in and show some techniques. Yeah. You can give some information that is helpful to the whole industry, not just not just your little crew or, or yourself, but everybody else. Because that's how that's how everybody got to the position they're at here anyway. Um, and I'm always open to anybody's tips, tricks, because if it's something that's usable, then we can hey, I'll, 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 I'll enforce it and pass it on down. And you and never I'll know. It. it might get published in a book. You never know what yeah. could happen. Definitely. So, Efren, you're, you're a pretty you're a pretty big part of cfi right he said you're a bit here you can take, take this as if you're a bit, pretty big part of CFI. oh yeah hands down i've been with cfi since roughly 98 okay and it became and doing nothing but training with them yeah that's what i was saying you were at one of the last trainings right and you are one of the very few bilingual people bilingual trainers that they have so can you right now give them insight on that right now yeah, i've talked to some of the other guys but right now you're like one of the more senior uh yes. bilingual trainers yep i think i'm basically i as far as i can remember i'm the only bilingual trainer the cfi has so anytime i'm needed they, they call me up and i go wherever they want so we need to get some more uh bilingual people in there to, to help you out then yeah I'm always trying to push it. Right now, my son travels with me on some of these training seminars. And, you know, I'm always looking to help bring somebody else in. If they're willing to do it, hey, I'm willing to help bring them in. So uh, we got Eduardo Martinez over here saying that you're a role model. And you are, man. Like oh, That's awesome. I, Thank you. I, I've never heard anyone say anything bad about you. We love you in the industry. Jorge is over here speaking Spanish. And I don't speak Spanish. So he's just saying hello. <laughs> hey. That's just, man. Hey, it's all love, man. Anytime I can help anybody, you guys got my contact information. Please don't hesitate to pass it on down, English, Spanish. If they're stuck on a job and having issues, use me as a resource. I can get okay. the information or get them handled. That, that's awesome. That's that's good to know because, you know, we deal a lot with people that are um, English as their second language. And since we don't speak Spanish, it it is that language barrier to where, I can explain something so good, and if they don't understand it, it's useless, right? It's lost in translation. So we we appreciate that, and we'll definitely use you use that resource when we need to. The, the only thing I ask is generally call me around your lunchtime because that should probably be my morning time. <laughs> because we got that time zone difference. California. 
Yep. It's killing me right now. <laughs> you feeling it? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. And I was just in Nashville last week, so I felt it coming back and forth. No, so man, we, we definitely appreciate uh, what you do for the industry and look forward to, to working with you even more, you know, with... Uh, definitely. Anytime. You know, maybe maybe we should plan ahead, and I'll talk to Paul today. We should plan ahead and try to uh, have him on a podcast and try to tackle some of uh, uh, the cultural differences and, and try to help everyone make some connections. I think. I mean, it, if you really think about it, what we should do is we should have just a one hundred percent Spanish podcast with like him, Eduardo, Jorge, whoever else that speaks Spanish that wants to be on it. We just we're pretty much just there to. Uh, to record you guys and go live, but you guys just talk about whatever you want. All right. That's, that's actually not a bad idea, Let's sit down and we'll talk about it. All right, guys. All right. All right, guys. Hey, nice seeing you again, brother. Take care. Yeah, you too. Take it easy. He got to go in his booth, start getting ready. He said he got poopers. <laughs> what time do the booths open over there? Um. So I believe they open at 2 o'clock. Okay. And I'm walking around now because I'm looking for Mr. Mr. Uh, Diver Gent himself. Um, Mr. Beerface? Yeah. All right. So Sunday. we've got a, a few people that have joined on Facebook. Um, if you are watching on Facebook and you haven't done so yet, definitely put your email address. If you're on the, the Zoom call, make sure you put your email address because we're going to be giving away an Apple Watch. I think... Uh, Ashlyn is putting everything together and she's just going to do a, a quick drawing and then uh, then it's yours. We appreciate everyone for, for joining yeah. and this oh, is our way of showing that appreciation. Right here. I knew I'd make my rounds. Oh, is he watching live? He's watching live too. <laughs> hey, what I'm going to do is, Daniel, is uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn off my microphone. I'm going to give Sonny his and you can go ahead and, and talk with him for a little bit. Um, we turn the the camera around so that way you guys can check out his beard. So, um, actually, I'm gonna leave my microphone on, but I'm just gonna sit back a little bit. Yeah. So let me um let me turn this um. Because you all have questions too, so we just gotta we can hear you, we just can't see you, which is totally fine because Sonny is way better looking than you are because he's got a beard. <laughs> so I'm gonna put the noise cancellation on low. Yeah. So and just then, hold this. Yep, just hold that. What's going on, everybody? What's up, Sonny? How's it going? It's good, man. How you doing? I was just sitting here watching it, and I heard him come in the door. <laughs> uh, did you hear when I when he said I'm about to go find Mr. Divergent himself? I did. That's why I started yelling, and he found yeah. me. <laughs> so uh, we're you know we're just talking about the training entities, and uh, want to have you just give a little plug and kind of uh, you know what you do and. What's going on with you guys right now? No, sure. Appreciate it, man. Uh, I'm always happy to talk about NAFCT. You know that. Never shy about it. But, uh, you know, as you know, we got the new resilient class that we just started. Um, first one we did last month. Now we got another one scheduled for next month up at Ardex and Aliquippa. Um, Two-day course and then a subfloor substrate class to go with it. And this, this, one, this one is um, special, though, right? Because this one is bilingual. This next one. This one. This one. We're going to have Daniel Ortiz from um, uh, from Capri Flooring, Lettuce Flooring. Excuse me. He's going to be there to help with any translations that we may need. Something that we haven't had in the past that we've really needed. 
Um, so we're going to have him there. We're going to put together the curriculum so it'll be an uh, all-Spanish course. That's awesome. We were just talking to Efren about how it's uh, one of the – and, you know, you and I have talked about this plenty of times before, how it's really lacking to have the, the trainers that you need in – you know, not even just Spanish, but any other language, it's it's difficult to find anyone. And yeah. it's, it's a huge part of the industry that all the training entities are missing. So I'm I'm glad to see you guys jumping on board right in there, man. I'm proud of you guys. Yeah, it, it's needed because we, you know, we see it. We see guys who are hesitant to come because they're not sure if they're going to get past that language barrier. So they miss the training. Um, so we wanted to make sure we had something for them. So it's definitely needed. I've Absolutely. got a guy. I've got a guy in California. I had to do his data sheets in uh, Russian, Ukrainian, Korean. You know, just little things like that. He needed it in different languages for so his installers could do it right. And it's you know, it sounds like oh, that's not a big deal, but we don't think about it as manufacturers that you know what we need to cover more than English. Right, and I think um, you know, in some of these trainings that I've been to, some of the trainers you know get down to the fact that something that you don't even think about is that some of these guys don't know how to read any language. So yeah. th that's, you know, an issue as well. And he said that, you know, if, if you do fall into something like that, definitely approach the the trainer and be like, Hey, I can't read. He said, you know, I, I don't remember who it was, but they were like, we had to read every question, but we got through it. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we've seen that. And, and, and it's, it's a shame because, Obviously, people don't want to say they can't do that, but we're not going to be judgmental. We want to help you, right? We'll, we'll help you do the curriculum. We'll help you learn how to read. I mean, that's part of your life. So uh, I get it. It's some things we take for granted that, that you know, not everybody can do. So I want to talk a little bit about um, the substrate and subfloor class that you guys have, because when we went through that, it's probably the most mind-blowing uh presentation that I went through to see because you got you guys you guys have a team right and you th the entire team was at the one we went to so we had multiple manufacturers all working together you know you got Artex people mixing mapay in a tech bucket and it was <laughs> yep, pretty yep. amazing so you can can you talk a little bit about what you got going on with that yeah, it's funny you mentioned that. I was just telling somebody that story at lunch that we knew we had something special. Paul and I looked at each other when Sam Biondo was talking and from Mopay and then Seth Bavarnik and Daniel from Ardex were mixing, you know, tech self-leveler and poured it out on the floor. We knew we had something, right? Because when we're doing these events and we're putting this training together, we don't have our salespeople hat on. We have our training hat on and it says all of our names, right? So we uh, we're really excited about that. We obviously that's our flagship class, but we we certainly love that certification. If you if you think about who makes self levelers in this industry, the Mapays, the Ardex, the Shirtox, Lady Crete, um, I'm missing somebody. Tech, they were all their technical people were on this committee when we put it together, right? So it's 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 in depth and it's very thorough. And we always get people who go through the course and they're like, I, I didn't realize I didn't know what I didn't know. Right. Right. If you go through a course and you learn one thing, you know, maybe review for part of it. But if you learn one thing when you're in that class, it's worth it. Right. Yeah. It's always mean, something we had um, just like we had the Nora rep in here last week or the week before. 
and he was talking about you know something that he had and he was like i sent you the 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 new information i said i know i i did i got it and i read it but that was you know like a year ago so <laughs> yeah i mean think things slip your mind sometimes right and you're like you know what i do remember reading that now but without the constant reminder it just you know you don't remember everything, but I think yeah, not, not to mention things are going to change in a year. Technology's yeah. you're not driving the same car you drove 30 years ago. So why would you do the same thing you did working 30 years ago? Right. Things are going to change and evolve and you've got to stay in, in touch with what's going on because uh, look at moisture. I mean, moisture is a big deal. It used to three pounds, 75 percent. That was the standard. You know, now we have adhesives that go to 99%, you know, uh, underlayments that go to unlimited moisture, things like that. So things are always changing. So you got to stay in touch. I do love that comparison about the hood work. Yeah. Because you're absolutely right. Yes. Everything evolves. Right. And it, it, it has evolved in order for everything to remain successful. Yep. Um, when concrete evolves, adhesives have to evolve. It's just. That's right. It's the way it goes. Constantly changing. The only thing consistent is change, right? Right. <laughs> and I think when when we were at that um event, Seth Pavarnik, you know, I asked him, I said, how do you feel about, you know, all you guys being in the same room? He was like, I love it, man. It's, there, there's, there's nothing better to show the industry than yep. what they call his competitors going against your, or coming together and showing people what's going on. And he said, because they don't look at, each other as competitors they're all in there for the same thing and that's to to put something on the floor that's not going to fail and the only way to do that is to educate people on how to do it the correct way right right yeah show them uh you know there are shortcuts but you got to know which ones you can take and ones you can't but that that was the biggest thing when, when we started putting nafct together we did we went to all these companies but we didn't go to their sales team we didn't go to their executive team we went to their technical department and said look this is what we want to do this is how we're trying to change the industry what kind of input do you have and instantly everyone was on board right they wanted to come and and put it together and it, you know it took us probably a year to put that class together even with the people that we had doing it because we wanted to be so thorough but um, you know we can all sit in a room and and that day we're wearing the NAFCT hat. We're not wearing, you know, our company's hat. Right. And I mean, I I think I need a new NAFCT hat, to be honest with you. <laughs> no, I think he brought some from, uh, where were you guys just at? Oh, when they, when you guys were in Georgia. Oh, okay. So I, yeah. I think he, he brought a new one. I'm going to have to steal it. Yeah. Yeah. We gave, we gave all the rest of our hats away there. All the NAFCT hats. We need to get some more. So I better hang on to this one then for real. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, guy just kicked my drink over. <laughs> Live. <laughs> and then, uh, so other than NAFCT, you are um, the diver gent himself. So you want to talk about your adhesives and what you got going on with that? So that way people know that you got some yeah. good stuff. I mean, we're here at FCICA uh, here with Jose. Yeah, the uh, all right, switching it around. That's actually our booth right there. Um, you know, we try to stay involved with all the industry groups that we can, and um, talk about you know talk about adhesives, talk about the best practices you can have and how to use it. And um, 
you know, for us, it's not really a sell thing. We tell people, we find out what their problem is. We tell them what we have to fix their problem and, and do it that way. Solution-based selling, whatever you want to call it. But, you know, I don't, I don't sell buckets of glue. I just talk to people about adhesive and if it works, it works for them. So I'm not a big salesman for divergent. I'm a, I'm an NAFC salesman. <laughs> but the adhesive sells itself, right? No, that's it. I mean, I, I tell people, I tell my customers, if I'm in here every month talking to you about glue, I'm not doing my job. You know, it's like the old infomercial. You need to set it and forget it. Get the product you need, put it in there, and just keep using it and not ever have to worry about it. Because if you're thinking about glue on a job, we're not doing something right. You, you're not using the right one. So, you know, what I tell folks, too, is, you know, when you're when, when you're bidding a job or you're trying to get something done, uh, just getting glue for a job that you're doing. Don't make a decision based on economics when it needs to be based on performance. So always make sure you're getting the right stuff. Right. And I've reached out to you before with some adhesive questions and you're always, you know, willing to answer calls. And I just we talked to Efren and, you know, he said anytime you got a question, reach out. And I think that's the biggest thing about the industry is, you know, once you start going to some of these networking events, everyone you know, ourselves included is, you know, welcomes you with open arms and they're like, anything you need, just let me know. Like, if I don't know it, I, I probably know someone that does. Yep. And if you don't know the answer, say you don't know it and find out, find out right. more. That's actually a topic of a speech I'm giving tomorrow. It's okay to say you don't know. There's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, when you talk about different industries for all different types of tradesmen, there's nothing really like the flooring industry because you can ask anybody questions that you're not going to be judged on it. Right. If you don't know the answer, there's, especially at a group like FCICA, there's 30 people here who can answer the question. Right. This is the people that I call when I have questions. So you right. always got to yourself with people who know more than you, which is easy for me. <laughs> Sometimes like there was one time where I did call Don Stika and the, his answer to my question was, I know you already know this and I believe that you do. So I don't even know why you're calling me, but it's like, <laughs> I just got to make sure, man, like something you like you said, things change, something could have changed. And then yep. I don't know the answer anymore. Yep. Yeah. Once you doubt it, once you doubt uh, that you know the answer, it does not hurt to double check. It does not hurt to reach out to anybody. Yep. No, for sure. That that's that's the important thing. You know, be it NAFCT, CFI, FCICA, it's having that network of people that you can call. I mean, their trading's great. Don't get me wrong, ours is great, theirs is great, but it's the relationships that you make with these technical departments and even salespeople that that you know you can call and call them directly when you have something going on. That's that's the that's the intangible value of being in one of these groups, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Mr. Gardner, yeah, all right. Okay, that All means right. I signed off, my friend. <laughs> hey, Sonny, thanks for your time today. I look forward to, to seeing you again soon. No, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. See you later, guys. See ya. You gotta get ready anyway. So <laughs> the crowd's getting ready to come in. I gotta go get me a drink. Um, I do wanna I do wanna introduce everybody to someone who's uh who was kind enough to give us a prototype before their, their invention hit the market. So um, I'm going to let him introduce himself and, and kind of just uh, turn the camera on and, and show you guys what he has. Um, so just let everybody know who you are, who you're with, and what you got here, because you kind of changed the game for us very quickly. My name is Adam Baker, Tankstead Concept, and uh, we offer several products, but our newest is going to be the Make It Match system. 
Tell them to put the microphone closer. Cool. So I need to put the microphone a little closer to you. Okay. You've got the, the tool kit that comes with your flank scanner. This attaches yeah. to a drill. Then you've got your double head roller. Nice and convenient to keep in one hand with two tools. You got a smoother right here, and it all comes in a little zipper bag, canvas yeah. bag. With that, you're going to use your plank skinner to strip the wear layer off of luxury vinyl planks. Yep. Do you guys can kind of see what he's doing right here on Phone Solar Magazine? Um, where can they where can they check out one of the videos and find your product? Yeah, they can go to blanketplanks.com. And from there, they click on the technique section, and you'll find all of our videos. We'll show you how to do just about anything. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'm telling you what, guys, like, this right here is, is, is just a, a general basic transition. And they skinned this material off of the plank. So it doesn't matter if you have a matching transition or not, you can skin the material. And if anybody who's done it by hand before knows how hard it is, but man, you know what? <laughs> that tool is worth We've definitely used that and just had something that was sitting on the shelf and was like, we're sounds like we're making our yeah. own. Yeah, no, it, it, it's, it's, it's fantastic. It's great. And sorry to the people at Versatrim or anybody else who, who makes uh, custom orders like that. But, man, I just wanted to, everybody to meet this gentleman. And he helped us out uh, almost a year ago today. And it, it, his product hit the market, and it's fantastic. So thanks, Adam. I appreciate it, bro. So make it match dot com, right? Yeah, make it match dot com with the hyphen or without either minute. All right. So I'm gonna go find Mr. Garden before we run out of time, guys. Yep, we um, got um, we got about seven minutes to go yeah. before we hit the hour. So what are you doing with uh, that watch right now? Like what's uh, everybody's entering so your we, name? We've got we've got quite a bit of emails in here. I just uh got with Ashlyn, she's putting everything together and once I gave her the okay. She is going to draw a name and uh, email, and we'll email you. This guy's done talking now. Look at that. Mr. Popular on stage. We'll, uh, we'll email you and just exchange looking, some information, and then I'm I'll send it out. So we got to give him a little bit. I think uh, he said, oh, he's probably all the way over there. <clears throat> yeah, I kind of feel bad that I didn't get to sit through that whole presentation because a few of our friends were there um, presenting, and um, I'd like to show support. All right. So here's Mr. Garden right here. He's in a conversation right now, and I'm going to interrupt him. That's Mr. Jeffrey Johnson with my pay. You guys met John. So what I'm going to do, Daniel, is the same thing. Is I'm going to turn the camera around. And, uh, Just hand it over to him. Yep. Make sure that um, when he, you hand him the microphone, you give him the correct side. I think uh, the last... Guy, he had the microphone pointed towards yeah. his hand and not his mouth. When you said put it by his mouth, he had his finger over the, the receiving portion. So, it looks like we do have some more people on Facebook that might not have been here. So, we are giving away an Apple Watch uh, within the next 10 minutes. So, well, he, yeah, here's a couple Mr. More minutes to put your, your email in here. Uh, microphone portion's right there. Just hold it up to you. So you can talk into it or put it on your lapel area. And then you are actually going to close us out. So I'm going to hand oh. I'm going to hand you the, the phone. And Andy's phone, sir. And then Daniel's going to ask you some questions. He's kind of hard to hear right now because I have to use the speaker on the phone. All right, Daniel. What's up? What's up, Mr. Garden? How you doing today? Uh, not too bad. Not too bad. It's getting loud in here. 
It's uh, I've uh, your your brother's playing with a, a shirt right now. What he doesn't realize is since the airline lost my luggage, this is. <laughs> You've been wearing yeah. that shirt for three days. The shirt's, the shirt's different. It should be, man. Start no starts needed. <laughs> so uh, we're we're talking about uh, training entities and just what you guys are offering. We talked to John a little bit already about um, kind of the schedule that's going on, but I think one of the biggest things that you guys have going on right now is the train the trainers. Right, in order to get more people in the industry trained, we need those people to train them. And uh, well, that's just the thing, you know. We started getting these trainings popping up, and there's there now we're doing multiple in a week, right? We can only stress guys like I mean, we got Rollins, but poor, poor, poor Rollins, we got we're, we're sending that guy everywhere, and uh, and he, you can tell he doesn't enjoy that at all. He doesn't enjoy the limelight, he doesn't, he doesn't, yeah, enjoy not being at all. in front of people at all, and it's it's tough on him. No, but seriously, <laughs> seriously, it, we have all this opportunity to train right now. And we're looking at this and see, you know, our most of our trainers have gone to work for manufacturers or, or aged out. And so it is not that the pool is too small, but yes, it's too small. In, in other words, it's, it's not too small for what we're doing in 2019 or 2020. Um, prior to COVID is what I'll say is I guess 2018 or 19. But for the market we have right now, it is too small. And it, the tough part about this, Daniel, is, is we're, we're looking for the right guys, we're look, but we're so darn busy doing training, it's tough to train them. <laughs> you know, and, and, it, it, and that's a, it, it sounds like, it, it sounds tough, but you can't just throw somebody out there and say, hey, look, you're a trainer now. We know you can make a scene. We know, we, we know you know what... Uh, uh, how to run a trial you know we know you know how to mix uh, uh mix uh floor prep so in that case you're a trainer but it's not it's not that simple it's really not that simple so we really want guys i'm talking about that gift um you know guys that aren't afraid to talk but guys that aren't afraid to talk and fit inside a system of a curriculum that's been written by people that are let's face it smarter than me all right. Right. So you, you think about this. So all the curriculum that I that I teach, you know, you look at John Namba, Bob Gillespie, and Eddie Braille, and those guys, those guys. I mean, they uh, Jim Walker, of course. No, I not say Jim Walker, but those guys, uh, they 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 wrote solid stuff. It maybe needs updating, right? We all we all need updates, but the class structure that they put together is there for a reason. And I had Jerry Miller teaching the true cut method step <laughs> at our last train the trainer and uh you know it's amazing it's amazing when you get to stuff like that that the uh, guys they know how to put the step on right but then demonstrating it's something completely different well when you're working on the job site you you're not you're just working right you're working <laughs> you're in there to you're you're get in get out you're trying to get paid and when you're teaching someone it's you have to to teach it and explain it way slower. And like you said, you know, when we went through the train, the trainer, it's like that all this stuff, you know, you can learn it in 20 minutes, but it's going to take like two days. Yeah. Because you need to realize one that you got to explain it to people that may not know, you know, exactly what they're doing because we've been in, all been in classes where someone that doesn't, you know, they're pretty new to that technique. And then number two is 
you got to make sure that you can actually talk in front of a crowd and be engaging and have people listen, want to listen to you. Well, you have to think about it. In the class that we did together, the one that you and your, your brother and sister were in, <clears throat> we had a debate about wall trimmers, right? To the point where we were doing what? You, I think it was you pulled the directions down on how to use a wall. Yeah, trimmer. I, I and, pulled and, up uh, line. But the thing about it is you can do it so many different ways on your job site. But if you're going to train it, you have to train it to the manufacturer's specifications. And, and that's tough for some guys because we all, most of us taught ourselves, right? And that, uh, don't get me wrong, we love that. Uh, we, we love that. We, we love guys that take the initiative to learn things. But when we start teaching them uh, that, that product or that, we have to follow what the manufacturer tells us that they want us to, they, they want us to present their tool, right? And, and these manufacturers have gifted us with some of their tools. You look at what Roberts and tracks have done for us over the years. My goodness, how we get, we can only thank them for their tools. So if we show them incorrectly, we're not thanking them. We're, we're actually hurting their tool. And that's, that's uh that doesn't do anybody any good. Right. And that's the thing. It's, and it's not just one tool. Like you're, you're not going to say this is the tool tool that you have to use that's you brought up you bring a bunch yeah. out and it's like these are the tools that we use use the one that you like use the one that you're used to it's yeah. it's not a one tool fits all type of scenario well yeah especially like with the carpet with the carpet we stress if you got your iron and that's what you use i'm testing you right i'm testing you make, make sure you if you if you like your iron go grab your iron from the from, from the van I want to show you how that what the cool glide does. I want to show you what a what a three inch uh, a three inch iron is supposed to do. I want to show all that to you, and I'll show you the proper way of using the tools. But uh, when you're when you're instructing, you really need to stress to somebody else. Um, a, you're not you're not um, the judge and jury. <laughs> you know you're there you're you're there to inspire them to to create something right. You want them leaving the class. Uh, you want them leaving that class so that they're they're pumped up about the lessons they've learned, uh, which you don't want to do. You don't want them to feel like they've gotten beaten down because their way wasn't the right way, and and so you, you really you really have to work with the guys. And I got I, I got to tell you, one of the things I look for, and what uh, and I wanted to do. I didn't do this in our class. I wanted to hand everybody a clipboard, and I wanted to see who lost them. And the reason for that is, is because if you're training, well, think about this. If you're training somebody and you're standing there with a clipboard in your hand, you're probably the wrong guy to be doing a training because what you're doing, you're grading them, not really training them. And, and I, I like to sit, so I like the guy that can't find his clipboard because <laughs> you know, he's down on his hands and knees working, right? And that's, uh, guy, you, you'd love to see that. You, you love to see guys actually get, get right down next to somebody and you got your guy yeah, just, and, if, and if you, if they are, if you know, anyone is listening that is interested in training, definitely reach out to you because you guys are probably going to have plenty more of these, right? Coming up. Oh, yeah. I think one of the, the best things about the train, the trainer, when, um, when we were there is that you're working with other guys that already know what they're doing and might not just have that, um, uh, that outgoing personality and, you know, get along with everyone and stuff like that but you have the ability to ask those questions that you know are going to get asked in the class just so they can kind of be prepared once they, they do get into that situation. 
Oh, yeah. There's always that EGR in the room, right? The EGR, guys, is extra grace required. You're, you're, there's always there's always that EGR. I remember when I was a student, that was me. So, so <laughs> you know, it wasn't until somebody humbled me that I actually started learning. Thank goodness. Thank goodness there were people around to do that. So uh, Rollin is jumping off right now. He said, tell Shorty Dave to have fun. Um, yeah, you tell Rollin I always do have fun, mostly at his expense. But uh, <laughs> so is, do you need anything else from me? No, we appreciate it. Um, we already gave the, the website earlier, but it is cfiinstallers.org. Uh, go on there, see what events are going on. And, you know, we, we'd hey, love to have you guys be part of CFI. One more. If you want to become a trainer, email education at cfiinstallers.org. All right. Education at cfiinstallers.org. Um, Get on I, that I list, handed out my right? cell phone number for that. But somebody in Hawaii kept calling it his noon. <laughs> well, Dave, appreciate your time today, and uh, we'll we'll be talking to you soon. Thank you. Gonna hand you back here. All right, I think uh, yeah, we're we about ready to. We're about ready to bring Ashlyn on and uh, give this watch away. All right. Got quite a few names in here, so we'll see. Drum roll. <laughs> That's probably a horrible drum roll. Probably sound like dying Chewbacca. Jeremy Glover. Jeremy Glover. I don't even have to ship it. You can come pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, Jeremy. That's what he would say. If he didn't win, he would say, it was fixed. Yeah. <laughs> well, I hate you know it here. The, the last uh, one that we gave away, we gave away the FCICA, the, the sim, and he was oh. kind of butthurt that he didn't win, and that's what he said. It's rigged. It was rigged well, against him. Well, now he doesn't get to say that, I guess. <laughs> hey, we know that uh, it wasn't us that drew. Yeah, I didn't even know he worked there. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't even know who Jimmy Glover is, so. Exactly. <laughs> Look, now Eduardo, Eduardo says it was rigged. <laughs> hey, you guys, thanks for bearing with me because uh, I learned how to use these microphones like one minute before we went live. Actually, we were going live, and, and that's my fault. So, and uh, I ordered a couple of those microphones. Hey, there goes Kathy. Hey, how's it going? Good. How you doing today? Awesome. Having fun? Learning? Oh, yeah. All right. Make sure you teach this guy next to you something before he leaves. That's what I'm doing. I'm here to learn. So. I I'll be teaching him. Don't worry. I got you covered, buddy. All right. Have fun. Thanks. <laughs> well, so, congratulations, Jeremy. I'm winning, and, and, and thanks everybody. But um, I should probably go because I got some people to talk yeah. to. And I got to do some learning while I'm here. And then we we also have to thank Ashlyn for actually uh coming on camera. He came on camera. He, he hates he coming on camera. Hey, you guys are so welcome. That's awesome. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for uh, joining us. Uh, make sure you you follow us on social media. Um. Ask us any questions that you want. Definitely hit us up with any questions. And, you know, the Go Carrera YouTube page, you can watch these videos. And then we're also on, you know, any of the, the podcast platforms. So make sure that you, uh, if you didn't listen to the whole thing and you want to, there's plenty of ways to listen. So tell someone. And uh, I'm sure that well, there will be plenty more giveaways in the future. And Ashlyn will come on camera again for those. I will. I'll be there. All right.
You guys have a good one, and we'll see you next week. Yeah. Mm -hmm.